Hey, this is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Monday, December 2nd, 2013, and I'm improvising on the podcast this week with Catherine Godsick, who's really somebody that I haven't had the opportunity to play with very much in recent years, really, but for a long time was one of my favorite people to play with when we played together on Big Yellow Bus. Uh, and I've known her forever, and she's great friends with great friends of mine, so it was just really a thrill to get a chance to uh, play with her again. And I think we had a real good time. If you've got a suggestion for myself and a guest to improvise to in the future, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N, science at gmail.com, with the subject line suggestion, and then whatever you care for that suggestion be in the body of the email. And if you got any other kind of correspondence, please send along to that same email address with anything else in the subject line. Now, I know that we have been on far from a weekly basis of release lately, and for that I apologize, but I think that uh, travel and just assorted pieces of nonsense are going to kind of slow release down lately. Um, so, uh, very happy to get this out. Really enjoyed it. Have a, another one coming out, um, within the next couple of weeks that, uh, I, I really had a great time in and, uh, hopefully we will drag ourselves back to a regular weekly release, but I thank anyone for bearing with us that is doing so. Um, this week, uh, I think for the recommendation, uh, just because of the opportunity for synergy, I'd say, uh, check out brojackson.com. It's a site that, uh, Catherine writes for. And um, just before we started improvising tonight, she showed me this great piece she was doing, running, uh, d- uh, Dancing with the Stars commentary. And uh, check out the uh, Season 17 Week 2 infographic on um, how long NFL players have lasted on the various seasons of Dancing with the Stars. Um, I have not yet read enough of the site uh, to, to uh, claim that I'm a regular reader, but that infographic in and of itself, really something that is worth checking out. Good stuff, I guess, unless you're a super fan of Keyshawn Johnson. In any case, uh, let's get onto the scene here. Here is Catherine and I improvising to a suggestion from Mike Reynolds, and that suggestion was winter. Well, somebody will come along, all right? Don't what? panic. I, I don't. Who? Do you, you Why we didn't see, we, we didn't see another car? Like, don't don't panic. If we you haven't panic, seen another car, car in hours. I'm not panicking. I'm right. just if you panic, engaging panic. in a healthy debate about what the facts are about whether someone might come along or not. Uh, like me to panic? No, I don't want do you, you to like panic. Like me to panic? No, because if you panic, let's stay cool. Let's do that. Should be easy to do, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Finish telling me the story about your colleague's promotion. I don't know if that's appropriate. I drove right into the side of that snowbank. Oh, God. All right, Terry. I got so angry, Smith. Paula. I just got so ridiculously angry, and now yeah. it's my fault. I know, I know. We're stuck out here. I know. We're I know, just, two just and a half down. hours away from the kid's place. I'm going to go try and get out the trunk again. 
Okay. What? I'm gonna go try and get out the trunk. Earlier You're when gonna... you were taking a nap, uh huh. I was trying to kick out the trunk door, but apparently that's trapped under some snow too. Okay. So. Just make sure not to put any undue stress on your back. Don't tell me what to do. I'm just. I'm helping. Because. If what you I'm doing is helping. That, uh, I can't. How much oxygen is in here? I mean, I have. I don't what? want to panic. I don't want to panic. Oh, dude, I pushed the vent to recirculate. Like so, there's air can get through snow, right? Have you ever heard of someone drowning in snow? I don't know, Terry. I have. You have? No, I haven't. I haven't heard of anyone getting. You know, when I think of snow, I, I zoom in like it's a CGI effect in a television show, and I see it, it like a honeycomb. You know, lots yeah. of little holes. We can't see the little holes, yeah. but yeah. we can probably breathe through them. Okay. God, you know, um, I don't mean to bring this up at a weird, awkward what? time, but... Well, maybe you should save it, because this is the weirdest, most awkward time. I just don't know if I'll have another chance. I mean... I feel I know I can... Well... Allow me to, to attempt to remasculate you. Oh, well, okay, all right. Then that sounds uh, that sounds because better than I thought it would be. Because all I can, you know, I close my eyes and I see. Okay. Just let me say this, Terry. I'm Doors I don't, are open. Runway's I, clear. I am. I am not positive that we can breathe through the snow. Um, I, yes. And I don't know. I can't defend I'll, my theory. No, you can't. You, you know what? My, I have this friend who's an engineer, and uh-huh. he Which one is asked that? questions. Joel. He, Joel. Joel, and he, he okay. sometimes. I think I remember Joel. You didn't. You met him at the Christmas party two years ago. Well, his he face was my still fake be in there. date. Remember, right. he was my plus one. Right, because I couldn't get there till late. Right. Exactly. And it, yeah. Yeah. No, so he was, he nice, was my you know. fake boyfriend. Yep. I can't believe you remember that. I thought you were drunker. No, no, no. I remembered it. I suppose that I should give you more credit for. <sighs> no, you usually are within the correct tolerance of credit for what you give me. I mean, oh look. Oh my gosh. We're buried in we're buried in snow because I got so upset thinking about. Jerry Davenport's smug fat face, don't, beaming, don't, beaming don't ear to sweetie. ear. Don't, don't. <sighs> okay. Yeah, well, mm. I feel like I'm gonna get hot enough to I melt know, this stuff. A, oh well. I'm sorry, but you were gonna give me a compliment. No, that was you. Just you just well, posed another like physics question. Could a human that body, I feel like tackling? But, if Joel were here, he would know the answer to that. He would know the answer to whether we could breathe through this now. Or whether... He's probably got a lot of other problems. So, well, maybe. I mean, I, mean, I don't you know. know. I haven't been in touch with them for a long time. Well, there you go. He doesn't keep in touch with friends. But he did ask... I wouldn't have called us friends. I would have called us... I would have called him there for me. <sighs> well, that's what a friend does. There for me. I think they're interchangeable. But I, he stays in the back of my mind because he asked me a question that I couldn't answer. Is this going to lead into a compliment of me because I could really use No, it. now I'm totally distracted uh, from that. Uh, now I'm thinking about that question Joel asked me. Okay, well. Let me ask you this, okay. all right? Is it the question it's that Joel the question. asked you? Okay. 
If you're standing on a scale and you fart, do you weigh less? I was. I thought it was going to be a much deeper question. No. <laughs> How much deeper do you want it? I well, mean, like, okay. think about that. It's a I never... feel dramatically less threatened hearing what the question was that stuck in the back of your head. I you were threatened was... by Joel? Yes, I was threatened by Joel. I was threatened by Joel's question, and I was threatened by the idea of Joel. But now that I understand that the question was you... just do you, does, does a fart weigh pounds, essentially, if you boil it down, and you can dress it up in a story if you like, but... Does a, how much does a fart weigh is, and I would say... At least you asked me questions that I thought about for years. I mean, sometimes I well, do. Did, did, should I... T- I'm sorry, I didn't, that is not helping. I, I'm, I mean to re-masculate you, and I, you know what, I probably am bringing Joel up for petty, small reasons. Yeah, yeah, that's... Maybe it's just... And, well, you have a right to be angry, and if you're trying to lash out, then that's totally fine. I'm not uh, trying to lash. I mean, I am lashing I out, but I'm doing it reflexively, well, right? Because I'm upset and tense, and yeah. I'm trying not to panic. No, we can't be but held you know responsible what? for there how we is lash out. Not anyone. I would not want to be trapped in this snowbank with Joel. You know, I'm gonna take that as a a light positive because I would. I, the with Joel part is the part that I'm going to focus on because I would imagine that you generally wouldn't want to be trapped in a snowbank. But if you were to be trapped in a snowbank, I'm among the top choices. You are. I mean, think about it. We have spent several hours yeah. in the snowbank. Yeah. And we went through all of the stages. Yep. You know? I yeah, mean, we are right on the cusp of accepting, I we, think. I, yeah, I mean, we added a couple stages in there. Even. Yeah, oh, stuff people don't usually do, so we got to give ourselves credit for that. Celebration. Yep. Um, uh, 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 introspection. Intro, yeah, oh yeah, definitely introspective. Um, uh, uh. Uh, national pride national pride yes that was when it actually surprised me the patriotism yeah, that we were able to come was more intense yeah than it was, would have been if i were not in this no yeah no it was huge you know you just i was I just, a, my heart swelled with pride and all the great things that this country deal. has done and i'm a proud citizen just the highway system i don't i don't want to get I don't want to start again because right we don't want to move ourselves right. back along those steps right we need to go forward yes. together, is yeah. my point. And uh, if I'm going to die here... Oh, I really hope that doesn't happen, but... Yeah. Are you, can I ask you a question? Yes. Are you saying that for me? Yes, primarily, but also for me. And also because I don't want to... It's clear what happened here, and it will... It'll know, be your fault yes. if I die. My ghost would be... A, very embarrassed. If I survived you, even by a couple of minutes, you would have if, to live with the fact that you had just done what you did. If you survived, if I survived you. Oh, did I say that? <gasps> Freudian. Uh, no, it's fine. I'm gonna kick the trunk yeah. out. Let's Why? make a deal. Hold on. If, give me a couple of. Let's each choose a pose, oh. and if we die first, the other one poses that person <laughs> like that pose. So that that's actually a great idea. Yeah. See, then it's it's oh, it evens it out. It makes me feel better that 
at least I, I'm not helpless. I'm not totally helpless. No. Right? No, you, you've been great through this whole thing. I would like it's to be opposed to like, um, actually, what I would like to be posed like, it was the focus of one of our earlier conversations. Can oh. you guess what it is? Yes. Yeah? Arms cradled like there's a baby there. Yes! Right? Yes! Yeah. I hope we made a baby today. I. It would I be a we... hell of a way to start a child off. Yeah. I hope that we made a baby too. I'm ready to be late in life parents. Right. I'm, I'm taking, ready. I'm ready. If I die, Ronnie James Dio devil sign, please. You're not going to die because if I... If I die first. No, but I want... It could happen. I don't, don't want to I'm having trouble feeling at. my arms. Are you serious? I'm kicking this trunk out and I am kicking... I am saving you, Terry. I'm saving you, Terry. Paula, you're the best. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. I love you. <laughs> I... Are you dying? I, are you dying? Oh. Oh. No, it was just a fart. You bastard. <laughs> That's our time. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> well, you know, I feel like now we, we can use this, the, uh, the seats on the car to measure how much pondage I lost. <laughs> Oh man, that was really really fun. So, um, so uh, it was th so to, in my mind's eye, yes. we were a mature couple driving to see someone on Christmas, <laughs> and I got angry at Jerry Davenport, right, his fat smug face, for getting the pro getting the promotion. And drove off the road into a snowbank, <laughs> burying us in ice and snow for hours and hours and hours. And so that, I, I feel like that stuff, that kind of all just sort of like, just from the sort of like the little mm -hmm. things that you said up top, that stuff sort of like really filled into my mind really quickly. And so I don't know how apt it was or if it was on the same page. If that I was... actually was not, I, I, I was, I was thinking that. We had, um, that we were not a couple yet, but that we had clearly just been through this ordeal uh -huh. for several hours and it was time for us to consummate. Well, we just, were had to, having just consummated. Having just consummated. But you know what is really interesting about improvising with somebody that you trust is that it's just really easy to let go of that. I mean, way, yeah. way easier than it is with somebody you don't know yet or you don't, you can't feel them. Well, it was interesting. It was, I felt like we sort of, bent towards each other. In right, that, we kept, you know? like, yeah. Because, like, I had this sensation that we were, like, an old married couple going to see our kids. Oh, no, I thought but we then, were... I thought we yeah. were, our, like, our age. We were 30s, 40s. Yeah. Um, but the, the detail that stuck out most in my head, Jordan, was I thought that we were... You'd driven off a road, but that we were perpen... We were vertical. <laughs> Oh, that's great. See, I pictured a direct horizontal, like, <laughs> driving into the side of a, like, no, snow mountain. <laughs> so, when I was kicking out the trunk, I was, like, kicking up. Oh, <laughs> oh that's uh, But great. I'm not so visual. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not such a visual improviser, so I don't, um, uh, I don't, like, uh, I'm very bad at object work. Like, when I, when I'm in scenes on stage, I, I have a couple of go-tos. 
uh, I fold clothes <laughs> and I pull out usually in my mind lemon squares out of a uh, and I pull like one of those specifically wine lemon squares off. yes oh, they're lemon great. squares and I pull like a wine glass out of one of those overhead you know things where you hang your glasses by the by the bases and stuff those are my three go-tos <laughs> if you see me improvise 10 times you'll see one of each of those usually um and so i i'm um i think i'm way more of like a a listener and that's where i kind of get my jolts yeah you know that's where i that's where i do it so discovering facts and and stuff like that along the way that's really that's really interesting to me and really engaging and rejuvenating over the course of however long we did the well, scene you're very like it's it's that's i mean it's funny because it just feels like you're it, it it may seem to you like a very small bag of physical tricks but it's like <laughs> but it doesn't seem that way i would say that you feel you, 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 you come off as a very like balanced improviser that does a lot of sort of like heady stuff but also is like very engaged you know ah. not like a you know not like a brainiac right, drifter, right. You know, yeah yeah of... yeah um yeah i know what you mean although some of those people are like my favorite oh yeah improvisers yeah. sort of is... the rich zone oh. verbal sniper uh, I love, tim chester yeah. called him that one time and i was like it's perfect yeah i yeah i love rich yes so much i, I wish mean... that was a skill that i had to be quiet and listen and listen and wait for my moment like i am not that improviser <laughs> well you know i mean but i don't i mean the the it's that's one of those things where i think you know <coughs> playing with you i mean yeah this is the first time that we've had the chance to play together in like quite some Probably time a year, yeah 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 at least yeah. right but like that's one thing that i i really appreciate about playing with you is that you know i mean you you are a, a listener but like your ability to sort of like you know have a sense of the fact that it's go time you know <laughs> like i never have to you know when i every time I've, I've i've ever played with you i've never had to worry about being like oh it, am, am i going to be the person that has to keep throwing my right, body right. out there to make sure things happen i know what you mean because yeah. you you do <laughs> like i'm like you know i mean that, <laughs> i hopefully hopefully it hasn't made me uh lazy and um Oh God! You know, no. like uh, t- taking advantage of the gift that happens to be you. I to always start thought scenes. that you were. Oh, I know, I know. You know? I, um, or I, like start shows or get out there and do it. I'll do know? it. Yeah, I do. I'm it's it's always me and Chetis are at the top wall, of a hot car. You know, you know we always oh, yeah. look at each other and we're like, it's us again. <laughs> well, I mean, when we were playing the bus, people, yeah. that's you know, it's that's mm-hmm. the, that was. You know, thank God for you, your role in the in Big Yellow Bus too. Is that that. You know, yeah, you know, it's all well and good to kind of like wait for the things that come to you, but somebody has to start something for anything to sure. happen. Well, know? I took a I took a class with Miles Stroth early in my yeah, in I've, my improv career, and I've had a, a workshop or two. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and and he said it was like in the, this was before like special workshops were a thing. It was one of oh, the yeah. very first times that you could ever take something that was in a a one shotter, you know, and um, uh, and I remember him saying, him saying in that kind of dubious backhanded compliment, like, "You're real good at driving." <laughs> <laughs> 
You might wanna you might wanna try being a passenger every once in a while. Yeah. And I do actually get a kick now out of um uh uh like listening and just not knowing what I'm gonna say. Yeah. And not like because I love ideas and I have ideas and I can execute on ideas, but but when you're out there and you don't know what the other person's gonna say and you still say something that you that makes sense and everything, that to me is that's that's improvising, yeah, you know. Yeah. So well, it's. I mean, I think that that's a, a really interesting idea too. It's like we have strengths and skill sets that we build towards, mm-hmm. and then and then that's that because those wind up being the things that we're good at. Mm-hmm. We may wind up being asked to do that more often tacitly, right? Even, you know, or by by on, the folks right. that 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 we play yeah. with, but you know, it's fun to do the things that you that you don't typically do or that are not usually within your wheelhouse you know and it's I think that that's kind of like the the how I feel like improvisers that manage to stay vital and interesting Mm -hmm. for longer stretches of time Mm -hmm. are those that aren't looking for what their bit is you know, and then settling right. on just doing that bit. You yeah. know, they may have a a, 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 a skill set that's yeah, strong. Right, yeah. You know that they typically play through, but they're willing to do things that it's not just okay. Well, if I can freeze this in amber, right, and just hit this right, over yeah. and over and over. You know, and I think that <coughs> weirdly, I think that's a, a smaller subset of long term improvisers yep. than you'd think. The ones that uh, are not looking for their bit, you know? Yeah. I see, I mean, it's why I'm more, often more interested in playing with folks that are sort of like, haven't been playing for long enough to like, get settled into thinking they know who they are, you know? Yeah. Because it's more, there's more discovery and more willingness to flow to whatever's happening in the moment rather than sort of being like, well, I know what I do and I'm just going to do this thing, you know? And it's like, well, then I'm, what am I, I'm right. playing around a fixed point rather than, you know. There was, when I was taking classes at IOR, my first, I went through the system twice. And by the way, I learned so much more the second time. Oh, yeah, It's yeah. amazing. Like, the first time, there's just, there's too much. And the second time, I was like, ah, now I get it. But the first time I went through, I went through, my 5B was called the placebo effect. The placebo effect ran on and off for about a year and a half. Like we knew, oh, yeah, yeah awesome, we yeah. knew each other. Those were back in the days when you could kind of make that mm-hmm. happen if you were drawing a crowd and stuff. But, um, but there were a couple of people in the placebo effect um, who were not particularly skilled improvisers. We embraced them. And we loved playing with them because you had to work a little bit harder. You know, you you, oh, yeah. you didn't know what was going to happen or you had to fix the argument or you had to end the transaction. Or you had to, you know, you really had to call on a bunch of different things in order to, like, I still kind of enjoy doing that. I like going to jams at the comedy oh, sports and stuff like yeah. that. I love and playing it. with people love that it. I'm yeah. like, I have no idea. This guy's a loose cannon. And yeah. like, you know, I, I want that guy. I want the one no one wants to play with, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I want to see what I can do with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know that you've kind of, you have hit your thing. You know yourself. You trust yourself. You, um, But I'm actually inspired also uh, to think of what you were just saying about somebody who has their bit and then like 
sets it aside and works on another bit. Um, because I'm obsessed with sports. I'm a huge sports fan. Right, yes. And I, I I think I was actually, I was riding my bike over here and I was trying to think, how could you actually create a show that was based on pure athletics? Like, could you could you play three minutes of basketball and then, like, improvise what you thought <laughs> that was? You know what I mean? Like, I really am. But, but, um, but I think that teams are kind of built that way. Like, oh, yeah, a basketball team has a point guard, a, you know, a, a shooting guard, a small forward, a power forward, and a center. And each of those people is really good at one thing. But, man, you know, if you can also count on your center to hit a three-point shot, I mean, it's rock star. And so really, it's the I mean, same thing. You have to kind of play your own part and the part that people depend on you for, but you gotta, you have to be able to play others in order to transcend. It's it's awesome because I, <laughs> I, 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 a couple years ago I wrote an essay, like, mapping like improvisational personality types to basketball oh positions. Oh my gosh. And now every three months I, I teach a four week class on <gasps> roles in that it's it's kind of based on, on team, that right? essay yeah. that but basically sort of like roles and the the way that di- uh, different improvisers approach their role in an in- ensemble and in a piece yep. with sort of like those different goals in mind. Right. Sort of like you know, with the idea of it almost kind of being like a spectrum between agility and power. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and it's sort of broken out into types that wind up matching up with, you know, the this the four mechanical positions of you know, of a of a starting <laughs> five. And then um and but with the point of the whole class being like recognize that people play through these lenses even though we all have like the same homogenous yep. Training mm-hmm. people play through these lenses when they come to shows, and they're all necessary and all valuable. Yes. So, it's sort of incumbent on you to recognize a situation where something isn't being served, and even if it's outside your skill set, try and flex to that skill set, right? So that the thing that is necessary to the show, right is fulfilled even if it's not you. Right. You know? the, so the, it's, the, it's the, exactly what you said. Yeah, I, the, so obviously the, I agree. The short <laughs> cornerback who has to guard, you know, Megatron or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. The, You're going to do your best. You yeah, have to do it. You have you know? to do when when you know that there's a receiver that's not covered, you go and chase the receiver even if you're a lineman, you know. Yeah. It may be uncomfortable, but, you know, right. the, the you, you getting real world reps in it will actually right. give you the opportunity to, like, get a little bit yeah. better at it. Yeah. I'm also kind of obsessed with like coaching and I I read a lot of like books by coaches who are who've won more than one place. Like I want to know what they've done. So I've read the like Parcells and Rick Pitino and Pat Riley and Phil Jackson. I've read all of those things because there's something to that too. Like they're thinking of like the ensemble is a huge yeah. piece. They don't call it ensemble, but they they it's it's an improv. I mean, like yeah. you can map that to an improv ensemble too. Like how you recruit, how you retain, how you how you recognize, how you train up, how you train down, where you figure out your gaps. Um, uh, John Wooden wrote a book, which I think is like the best improv title I've ever heard. It was called um, "Be Quick but Don't Hurry." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And it was written by a dude who went on to become president of CBS, maybe or something. <laughs> the two of them wrote it together. But he had played for Wooden for years, well, for four years, and then he went on and took the Wooden principles and applied them to business. And you can, it, it, I can't 
I'm trying to think of anything specific that I could tell you right now, but I and I can't come up with anything. But those books are really relevant in the whole the whole idea of sport. And I often wish that I had played a team sport that required real time analysis when I was a kid. Oh yeah. As a cheerleader, yeah. but that's really just rehearsal, you know. I mean, sure. like that's practice and rehearsal and repetition. Like actually seeing something happen and reacting to it in real time, I would have trusted myself so much more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's what no wonder like jocks are cocky dicks, right? They <laughs> trust themselves. They, they have to do this thing that I only learned to do after I started improvising at thirty two, you know? So I'm late to the game, but um but it's 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 so relevant. Like that's well, such a it's you know, the, yeah. It's interesting because it's sort of the our capacity to understand metaphor right right you know mm -hmm. so the, you know there's a, a an inherent structure that that there's going to you know a, a structure of people there's going to be bound to be some sort of similarity in how it winds up being organized mm -hmm. right but the but the <laughs> and so yes you know business is not sports but right. it is assembling a group of people you know, to, to try and get... To try to and accomplish goals, right, right, yeah. So, like, actually having the, you know, the artistic ability to comprehend yeah. and metaphor is, like, yes. can, can help you succeed, right? So Lately, I'm getting a kick out of recognizing the fact that I'm thinking one thing while I'm saying something else. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, when you finally get to that point where you can do analysis in your head while you're actually playing a scene and stuff. I'm all, it's 15 years later, everybody, you know, <laughs> I'm finally there, you know, and right. that is, that must be what it's like when you're actually dribbling a basketball and saying, here's how this play is forming up in my head. Well, you know, I've heard so much about this 10,000 hours thing. Oh, right. You know, sure. and like there, there's a, a friend of mine that I used to play comedy sports with in Raleigh that lives in Evanston now mm -hmm. that I hadn't seen in years, like came and saw a show and he was like, Oh man, yeah, you, you're really good now. <laughs> He's like, Oh, you, it's the 10,000 hours thing really is true. And I'm like, God, I still feel like I'm screwing things up all the time. Oh, you know? right. But so like, so to have that sort of like person who saw the bookends right, yeah, in that particular cool. way with no continuity in between and, and came away with that kind of feeling was like, Oh, yeah, okay, I mean, I'm It's always, working, right? Yeah, it's like, incremental, but it's, I've had enough increments now where there's something happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's another um, sports analogy, though, uh, is Miles said this, too. He said, it's like baseball. If you do it right three times out of ten, you're really great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, isn't that true? <laughs> yeah, isn't that true? Like, how much failure is built into someone that's supposedly really great at this? Is right. Like, yes. You know, oh my gosh. Pretty, yeah. And he's like the stunning. ones that are doing it right half the time yeah. are are off the charts. It's such a small percentage. Yeah. I, I wind up in these conversations every so often where somebody is like, "Oh yeah, you're always great," and I'm like, "You're not watching me very much." <laughs> you know, it's like, no, 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 no. no but no. I think humility is a piece of the puzzle too. I mean, like, if oh, you ever yeah. get too satisfied, then you're. Yeah. Well, it's, I think that's the thing is like, you know, fear, uh, fear or ego can drive you to be the, the person that says, well, here's my set bit. This is what I do. Yeah. I can make, I can make people react happen, to right. me if I just do this instead right. of being like, 
well, I accept the risk and the danger of not knowing what I'm doing, but right. I also accept the greater possibility of discovering something myself yep. and sharing that discovery with people that are watching me. And so, you know, once right, right, I know, cause. Yeah. Great mind. Right? <laughs> We're the two yeah. smartest people in the world. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we can chalk it up to a good conversation this time. <laughs> but um, greater than the sum of the parts. <laughs> well, and I feel like I should say too that you know that that uh, I love that that we we both played have played with Jim mm-hmm. Woods mm-hmm. too. You yeah. Know? Like. That, that was kind of part of the bridge of, I think, when we first started playing together, getting some comfortability mm-hmm. playing together because, you know, I played with him in North Carolina sure. and you've been on Bavaro with him here, right? God. So, which was like, a, <laughs> which was like a thing for me when I moved here was like, oh, who was on Bavaro? And then it was when you were, when it, you know, when, when I got to start playing with you, I was like, oh, wow. God, she was on Bavaro. Yeah, <laughs> got to play with Jim on Bavaro team sounded like that was really good you know it was so much fun yeah we, we that was a team that rehearsed a hundred times more than it did just <laughs> i think we rehearsed for probably 200 hours over the course of time and we might have done three shows <laughs> so, cause, what, it was you and jim and joe kelly joe kelly and brian shortall oh whoa yeah oh, that's awesome i know it was so fun and uh, on the very first iteration of it was jack helbig Oh, uh, he was a, a critic for the oh really yeah and he took a class on like a lark and he was and he he was great in rehearsals we had a lot of fun with him in rehearsals and then we got to the shows and he was terrified like, he couldn't do it he could not do it so he finally opted out he self selected he's like I can't That's do shows so funny I mean I love that notion of like a critic's mind being like I understand exactly what this is and what should happen. But in the execution of it in front of people, I'm just Can't not really interested. Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That was fun. Um, so, uh, the dog went off. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, at some point in the past. Um, was, there, was there anything else that, that, that... Do you want to talk about the scene more? I mean, like, I don't think... I don't know that... It, you know... Or was it just a springboard? I, or? Think, I think that's the thing. Is like, if there's yeah. more, more points to make about the scene, I'm certainly happy to go back to it. But it's not... If, if what we wound up talking about was more interesting. Yeah, and, I understand. And, and better, you know, better uh, better conversational um, well, sh- sharing. I think that for the scene, it was, I mean, it, it was, I think I was starting to say it earlier where the, I think that we, it's kind of interesting when we first started talking about it, how we had some rough conceptions. Even environmentally, right. we weren't thinking we were exactly in the same kind of place, but the assumptions that we both made and started playing through both wound up being not exactly what it was. But right. as we played, we just sort of bent well, toward were... each other. And then by the end of it, it was like, you know, we were able to have this conversation and like go on right. divergences and runs. And, you know, there was a moment where I realized I was like, there's nothing between us right now. Like we know where we are. We know mm-hmm. what's happened, but we don't know. I don't know how I feel about this dude. Right, and that right. was, but it, but it was interesting to me there because that's when I would normally plant a flag, like you said, like I would, I would just run and jump, um, and that was where I said, um, oh, you know, I want to, I want to tell you something, <laughs> and we never really got to. I it, know, right? I know, and it was as playing through the lens Which of that great, character, you know? I was like, it, it was great because there was such a like a uh, frustration game for me, where I was like. 
I felt is like... Is it time s- for my compliment? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I felt like such a grandiose jackass having driven us to our possible death in a snowbank. And a compliment would really be great for would me right mind? now. Yeah. It's like, it would be such a relief. And then right. the idea of me me being me really and yeah. over talking it <laughs> like pushing that moment out of the way was like such a such a <laughs> such a real great you know yeah was, no so we never great... really got to that place like that was one of those things where i'm not it, it certainly wasn't the funniest scene i've ever done i'm not sure it was the best scene i've ever done but i could have done it for a really long well, time well yeah it was very <laughs> you know it's like it, it's there's you know, I find that I was on the path with you as I've played the, you know, as I've played through these particular, I mean, it's an obviously a strange manifestation of playing a scene and that sure. we're like right. sitting together and like sure. talking through it and all that stuff. And it's not typically how we play scenes. Right. Yeah. So there, there's a little bit of an environmental in, influence there, but what the, some of my favorite scenes are like, even though we're in mortal peril, right. it's like a slice <laughs> of life scene where, you know, and it's just fun for me to sort of like, right talk through right. what our relationship is you know it's like okay yeah i mean maybe we're not doing anything except waiting to be dead or rescued right. but like that the when it's so easy just to keep talking it's really well that's so, one it's of the things i i miss about io or like io io was io was not a fun place for me like i don't have good memories of it there's i consider myself a good improviser but when the lights came up over there i just turned into a shitty improviser like i could not i couldn't <laughs> well, function in that like culture of fear and judgment I yeah that's I it's do it. it's an institutional problem but you know for a lot of great, right you know it's like it's a it's a strange thing to like establish an environment where except for very exceptional cases you're going to get you're going to top out at 70% right. of someone's ability, <laughs> if that, you right. know? And it's and it's because of the, the yeah, there's, a, yeah. there's just a lot of, well, there, I mean, like, there's a lot of institutional issue. Right, know? but but what, what I.O. lets happen, that, and I play mostly at comedy sports, um, what what they let happen is patience, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, you, can, you can run f- for a while without going anywhere, and then you find it, and it's very slow and patient. I'm not sure I love watching it, but it is kind of fun to play, you know. Yeah. It, so. Well, you know, it's it's the it's the it's the strange um, cadence of the work at any particular place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. have that patience there, and it leads to people being it, it, people can be kind of like self indulgent, right? You know, in right. it in thinking that creating space is enough, you right? Know? Right. But you know, I prefer the other way. Yeah. But it, again, it's like flexing that muscle that I never flex. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather be unsubtle and fast and, you know, work quickly. I get a kick out of that. I don't, you know, that's probably, maybe that's why I didn't, didn't succeed in I.O. But, um, but I, like doing this just now, I was like, yeah, that yeah. Was, I was flexing in a different muscle than a muscle I hadn't flexed in a while. So. Well, you know, it's, it's one of those things where there's, it's, the, I mean, the, the platonic ideal of everywhere has a great deal of value. Sure. You know. Oh yeah. And and there there exists the the execution near the platonic ideal at sure. almost every other, every theater. Yeah. But going to every theater, you also see how 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 the failure manifests when the ideal isn't there. Right. You know? Right. And it's different theater to theater. You know? Yeah. I mean, I certainly like every theater that the every major theater that I go to. I, I have an equal capacity to be really impressed by the craftsmanship of, mm-hmm. and the work. 
or to be depressed because it's like, oh, that's how that goes, <laughs> you know? Yes. And it's like, I mean, it's the same, you know, like it, it you know, uh, a grown, a, going, to, going to a comedy sports show mm-hmm. and being a grown man that has to like, <laughs> you know, bark along with who let the dogs out or something, you know, just like isn't, that makes me feel bad. And I love that. You know? But I mean... That's that's a th- I mean that makes me feel bad seeing someone be like you know seeing seeing someone be so purple or so uh, try and whisper to me the secrets of the universe when they're just a, a confused person in right. their twenties you know on an I/O stage makes me feel depressed right too. right dishonesty makes me feel depressed sure and there's dishonest there's dishonesty in pursuit of trying to emulate what the ideal, ideal is, is of any theater right so. We've all got it. I guess it's just right, like, right. What not you, everybody is a LeBron James. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not even, not everybody's even trying. You know, right, exactly. Not yeah. everybody's a Some Steve, a Steve Carr. You right, know? It's some like, people know it. Some people don't know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like they it's people. There's this. Uh, you see the effect of executing it correctly and then you're going for the effect rather than for the correct execution correct and it's like yeah. well but correct execution is actually what's gratifying right just going for effect means you're just trying to manipulate well that people, actually that, you know? that describes kind of what we did here like we were having a very correct execution yeah was it yeah. transcendent I'm not sure but that was fun for me that was like yeah, a, a yeah. Cool... I, it's, I mean that's a th- yeah. I'm well super stand behind that because it's right. like <laughs> you know critique my work Fine, I, the thing is, I'm happy to get notes. That makes me better. Oh, but yeah. you know, don't you can't critique my in, intent to try. <laughs> you know, I had a coach once who who would all, all her notes would be like, "Well, you could have done this and you could have done oh, that." So it's totally so unhelpful. Totally, yeah. it's like teach me how to make a decision. To yeah. make the the decision I could have made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, well, that's that would be great when I relive this life. <laughs> And that exact same situation comes up again in May, you know, and I pierce the dimensional wall and hear your words float in and now I can make a choice that will make that thing happen. But it's like, yeah, it's like, but that doesn't, you know, if you find yourself re-improvising the same scene. There's probably something wrong. You know, yeah. You better be doing it in it as a game of chicken with your friend that you're yeah. playing yes. rather than trying to get the audience to do anything you better be driving at your friend to dare them to do something different you know oh, nice. so at least that's that's, that's, uh, how, that's, uh, that's, that's how i, I look Marcus at that. and alex Alhauer show i forget what it's called but that's what they do they start with the same initiation over and over again oh really oh over. that's yeah. great yeah yeah it's good they're good so it's good but that that's the point. It's fun it's fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. 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 We can stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is awesome. Thank you so much for doing the cat. That was I such really a great conversation. It. I got all I got all jazzed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well you're gonna ride your bike. Now, so. <laughs>